You're with the briefing on Monocle 24, and it is time now, once again, for the global countdown. Fernando Augusto Pacheco is here, and Fernando, this is pretty exciting, as we heard at the top of the programme. You've got something a little bit special for us this week. It's summer, Tom, right? So we're in the middle of the summer here, and I want to talk about songs of the summer. In the US, in fact, they have a chart for that. So they chart the songs, you know, they are played during the summer, and then they choose what has been the song of the summer. And today I decided to, you know, have a little kind of history lesson for you with some of those kind of summer songs. I mean, summer songs, I mean... They're earworms. I mean, we'll never forget about them. I think I have a good mix for you, Tom. And what kind of uh, time frame? Are we going to roll the clock all the way back to the 60s? We've got a few 80s bangers in there. You're really dancing between the decades, Fernando. Of course, of course. Let's not keep this boring. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The first one, in fact, is a classic from 1964. And again, it's so kind of gentle and beautiful. It's pure Motown. Uh, Let's have a listen, actually. The Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? It's a magical I mean, song. The power of nostalgia. Yes. It blasts you in your ears. And Amazing stuff. It's a sign of the 60s optimism there in the United States as well. And do you know that this song was so successful, they decided to do a German version. The Supremes is called Baby Baby Wo ist und Sur Liebe. Uh, for the German-speaking market. Where is our love? I'll just translate that for exactly. you right on the spot. I'm sorry it's for my impressive. German pronunciation there, but it, they're magical. That's just one of their many number ones, but that was the most played song in the summer of 64. God, the summer of 64 <sighs> is so evocative <laughs> exactly. for them, isn't it? I feel like I've sort of stepped into some weird, the pages of some <laughs> extraordinary pop history book, an idea perhaps for the future. Um, we're going to roll the clock on a little bit. Uh, further, should I read in anything into the fact that we just skipped the 1970s altogether? <laughs> Maybe the totally? 70s. I mean, there were quite a lot of BGs in it. I have nothing against them. But, you know, I decided to jump to 1982, you know. it's And this song is so powerful. Perhaps a little bit cliche these days, but I still like it. And you know what? They use the song for political campaigns still today. It's incredible, the power of that song. Let's have a listen from the film Rocky Three. It's Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. What a song, right? What a song. Well, I can't believe we've come back without even getting a big blast of the main <sighs> chorus. And do you know that Sylvester Stallone specifically requested the band to write a song for the film? And apparently they wanted to use uh, Another One Bites the Dust by the by Queen, but apparently Queen said no or something. This was going to be my amazing fact about oh. this song. It, yeah, Another One Bites the Dust, and they challenged Survivor to come up with something that had the same vibe with it. I think uh, Survivor is better. That is an absolute... Stone cold classic, Fernando, isn't it? Tom, we have to stay in the eighties now. I, I know you I mean, think... we don't have to, but you're making. <laughs> we, 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 but we are staying it. In fact, the year I was born. Apparently, the song was number one when I was born. Literally. What? Wow, that's something karmic. Given I have a suspicion 
of the artist. Should we read anything into the fact that this was at the top of the hit parade when you were born, Fernando? I don't know. Tell us, remind us. Our listeners won't be surprised who this is. I'm controlling the charts here. But, <laughs> but, but of course, she's is the magical Madonna with Papa Don't Preach. And again, a song that is dealing with very serious issues. Uh, but again, she managed to be at number one and talking about teenage pregnancy. I don't think the Pope really liked that song. I mean, the Pope didn't Did have... Did you surprise me, Fernando? He didn't have a very good relationship with Madonna at the time. But the song is brilliant. Even the music critics at the time, they didn't like pop music that much. Uh, they loved that song. Let's have a listen. There is these interesting uh, bits of research. I don't know if it's just anecdotal or apocryphal, but that uh, babies in utero, if, if they hear particular music, it can stay with them. It can inform their character even. Isn't that interesting? Probably that's what happened to me. Well, you know? no, it could be. <laughs> exactly. It's like exactly. So, so powerful as a, as a shaping force of Fernando. Isn't that amazing? Uh, where does that rank on your Madonna sort of top I mean, you've probably got about top, top five. 100 top definitely straight top, into the top five for five. sure it's not top three but top five for sure so, so four or five yeah <laughs> <laughs> so of course I'm not going to tell which one is the one, one two and that three could but be one, it could be one for another, exactly. another special, a special e- exactly. global countdown now definite change of pace change of tone change of decade we're rolling forwards, not not too far, five or six years. Where where are we pitching up this time? For we're going to 1992 tone. And the thing about summer songs, I mean, we do like one-hit wonders. I mean, the UK love a good one-hit wonder. The US perhaps less so, I mean, but they still like... They take the... their charts a bit more, slightly more seriously. I think, exactly. So are we going down one-hit wonder territory a little bit here, Faye? I mean, he, he's still a radio host, but I mean, he didn't have any other chart hits besides that. I quite love that song. I mean, some people might not like it, but it's a celebration of curviness everywhere. <laughs> it's Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with it, face you get sprung want to pull up because you notice that butt was stuck deep in the jeans she's wearing I'm hooked oh, it was a very different world in 1992 <laughs> it's, play, it's, quite, it's quite playful I mean as, as I said not to everyone's taste but I, I wanted to say that summer songs are sometimes one hit wonders I mean so you know that's why I wanted Sir Mix a lot and here. that is one of those strange ones that has this kind of cultural tentacles that you hear in all kinds of films, TV from the time, TV from a little later. It's it's here to stay, <laughs> like it or not, I guess, right? Even here at the Global Countdown. <laughs> um, how do we follow that, Fernando? You're going to jump, I think, a couple of decades again, just sort of swerving, again, swerving the noughties. I don't know if we should read anything into that or not. Where are we going to uh, pitch up, though, for the next one? We're playing an artist that we play quite a lot uh, here on Monaco 24. It's interesting, Tom, because... I mean, she's not quite a one-hit wonder, but she became so popular. And after that song that we're going to hear in a minute, she became, you know, she still does lovely pop music, but she didn't become quite this global pop star that people think she would. But this song is amazing. 1.3 billion views on YouTube, just so you have an idea of that the that's power. A, I know that's a big number. It is a big number. Uh, from 2012, it's Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this. 
Oh, there's Fernando singing along, everybody. Uh, can you believe what's getting to what's pushing towards 10 years ago? Does that make you feel not as old as me, but a bit old? Quite old. Even when I was listening to Sir Mix a lot, I was like, I actually remember this playing on the radio, in a way. Uh, Carly oh. Ray Jepsen, as you said, interesting when you have these huge breakout hits, where, where do careers go? It's, it's such a fascinating thing. And actually, that prompts me to ask you, Fernando, um, a really interesting tour around these kind of summer hits. What could 2021's version uh, be? It's really interesting. You know, do you look at big trends? Can you predict a surprise that's going to be the song of this summer? You mentioned surprise. I think especially today, Tom, uh, artists, they don't tell you when they're going to release songs. I mean, you know, Beyonce can come with a track and become the song of the summer. And, and even as journalists, we don't know because they like to keep this as a surprise. But I might guess that one band and a particular song might be the song of the summer. I might be wrong, but uh, at, for now, at least, it's going to be BTS with the song Butter. Uh, uh, do you remember when we were talking a few weeks ago that I love the, the word butter in English? This is right. Is yeah. this, but has, that, has that somehow subconsciously influenced your pick for this summer's breakout? Maybe. Maybe or may, maybe foreigners because this song is everywhere. Maybe people love uh, BTS and, and they're very simple. They know how to dance. They have this perfect image. I think they, they are the sound of 2021. Well, least. we're going to hear a little bit of that in a second. In the meantime, we have reached the end of today program. So, Fernando, thanks as always for entertaining us on another terrific global countdown. Thanks too to our production team of MSL and Reese James. We'll be back, of course, on the briefing at the same time tomorrow. I'm Tom Edwards. Thank you for listening. And Faye, it's your pick for the big hit of the summer, so you introduce it. It's BTS with Butter. Up, I got gotcha. you making you fall like.